Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Spirituality for Badass Babes. And today I have this badass babe, Tiffany Jade, with me. Tiffany is a soul alignment coach, an intuitive coach, a guide, a facilitator of healing. She helps women find their healing from within, shutting off layers and shutting off social conditioning. Welcome, Tiffany. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. So my first question, as I always ask everyone, what makes you a spiritual badass? Ooh, that's like a loaded question. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I basically, I help women just really unplug from the 3D matrix, uh, you know, wherever, whatever stage you're at, they're at. Um, but just to really come home to their true spiritual self, their their soul, their essence, and just unplug from those uh, external conditionings and programs and all of that stuff to become junk that no one wants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beautiful and like unplugging from the matrix is something that I'm very passionate about myself. I don't do much work around it, but it's something that I do my own internal work on. And there's, there's just so much like stepping into like who you remembering. It's not even like stepping into, it's remembering who the heck you are. And I know that's really big on the work that you do is like that inner guidance. So let's chat a little about that. How If someone has no idea how to like connect to their inner selves, connect to their, they're like, no, no one really in my audience is, but just saying if they are, if there's, we have new listeners, maybe you never know. If someone has no idea how to just like start listening to their inklings, how do they go about on that journey and on that path? So I feel it's such a unique process for everyone. So it's just like following those little nudges of curiosity like oh I'm curious about that book I feel really drawn to that book and that is that is that inner guidance that inner knowing but sometimes we think of it as just a a longing that or whatever we might dismiss it as but to really pay attention to those things those interests those curiosities those um, for example I used to work in information technology and uh, did you know practice yoga and I was really curious what would it be like to be a yoga teacher that you know I'd be terrible at that because I you know work with websites and spreadsheets and it's just curious and I dismissed it for years and years and years until finally it was like it hit me over the head life lined up to allow me to pursue that path. I became a stay-at-home mom and then there was a yoga teacher training that was within my budget to take a chance in case I sucked and it would be okay. (laughs) And so I followed that path and that was like the opening of a whole new path of life, a whole new way of being, a whole new me. And, um, but at the beginning, I just thought, thought as, as like a daydreaming thing. I'm curious, what would that be like? but dismissed it as impossible. So just starting to tune into that and then follow those little nudges of curiosity and see where the path leads. That's beautiful. So let's share a little bit more about your story because I also left the nine to five, the corporate America. I did graphic design and marketing. And Ah. the audience, they're entrepreneurs or they're looking to start an entrepreneurial journey. So what was that like for you of, especially something so different than corporate America, spirituality, yoga, like the... Un, unheard of <laughs> yeah in the conscious yeah for corporate america so like what was that journey like for you 
Oh, it it was a little long at first because I, basically I, I worked with technology and then I became pregnant with my first child and I really got into practicing yoga and prenatal yoga. And I felt like just something drew me to it. Again, it was just following one of those things. It's like, oh, I'm very type A, da, da, da. So for the sake of this child, I should do that thing, you know? And I just just kept, I felt drawn. I felt so good when I would practice. And long story short, when I became a stay-at-home mom, I left the corporate world, left it all, and kind of lost myself because I had identified with my corporate career, my income, my success, all of that. And that was gone. And then it was the kids. And, and it was just this kind of... Um, exploratory phase of my life at first it was kind of felt like something was missing and then when I went back to yoga after having kids then I really saw the difference in how I was as a parent and then went down that path and just the the more I slowly opened up to more spirituality like it started with um even before that but like with you know the law of attraction world and the manifestation world and all of that and then started getting deeper and deeper and it's like wow this is a whole new world that matrix. i blind <laughs> to yeah i had been so plugged into the matrix and had created such a solid like box of reality like with this like a shield of protection from the unknown or the unsafe or unsecure and all of that to just feel this artificial sense of safety from the external rather than from within. So just this huge unfolding. Um, I don't know how far we want to go down this, but like long story short, I ended up after all of that went through a dark night of the soul and as most spiritual beings do. <laughs> yeah. And then it was a whole new layer of, wow. Like I had, I was to this point where I was like, Oh, I've mastered the law of attraction and I'm manifesting and da, 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 da. And then that happened. It was like, Oh wow. That was a whole nother matrix, a whole nother veil. <laughs> and, um, just this continuous, like, uprooting and um revealing is the word that's coming for me um i think there's another word that that that, that hints at but it's not coming but um yeah <laughs> uncovering there that feels that feels better uncovering and uh yeah beautiful um so obviously, like most people have watched The Matrix and know what this so-called Matrix is, but we do actually live in The Matrix. Everything is um, real and everything is not real at the same time. Yeah. And I know that is a big part of what you do. So let's share what is this Matrix? How can we start unplugging? How can we start recognizing if we're plugged in or we're unplugging from it? Hmm. It's... Um, let's see. I would say you start to see things in a new perspective and it might be things that you've known intellectually, like you've listened to the podcast, listened to or read the books and you know, these concepts, you know, that say, um, you know, we create our own reality or the, you know, just certain things. And then there's a point where it resonates in your bones in your body where you just feel this internal shift of like 
your subconscious mind has accepted it and it's like a like a curtain has been raised and rather than getting it intellectually it's ingrained it's embodied and you can see things in a new light like for example one thing for me is the whole the whole way that the that witches are portrayed in fairy fairy tales for example and they're evil and they want to eat children and all of that and i i knew that i noticed that you know but it was like oh that's that and then one day it just was like oh my god like that is so deep programming that it, like it just clicked like in my body where i saw this the veil lifted you know one layer one veil and um and it just you start to really it clicks does that make sense? Yes, definitely to me, but I work with the matrix as well. And I'm <laughs> constantly on up leveling, lifting veils, moving things, shifting things. There's so, so much. So <laughs> how does one um, start working with this? Like, I know this is something that I'm calling for. How do I start paying attention? Like, what are the first things that you tell your clients to do? Like, obviously, first, probably start paying attention and a question yeah. everything. <laughs> but what should um just like five steps if you can think of five I don't know <laughs> yeah so it's what's funny is I'm such a like um I've shifted completely from the system systematic steps by step thing and now I'm more like intuitive and tap into each person so like it's hard to create a five-step <laughs> process <laughs> um but I would say start with meditating um even if it's even if it's just two minutes a day, start there, start where you can, it will expand, you know, but just create that regular, regular practice, start the morning with um, connecting to your whatever you would want to whatever resonates for you, connecting to your soul, your higher self, your spirit guides, connecting to whatever the universe, what, whatever works whatever resonates for you and um you know like i call all of myself home to my heart and i hereby uh ask my spirit guides or to surround me and uh, give you permission to work with me today that sort of thing just whatever flows to connect with source because if you don't do that, then you're going to plug, you know, plug into the matrix. And so just that one little step in the morning and plus, so that plus the meditation, um, meditation, ideally first thing in the morning or last thing in the evening, but whenever you will do it for sure, just it'll, it can evolve. I know I used to be such an all or nothing, do it right, do it perfect. I have to carve out 30 minutes or I'm not, and then you end up not doing it. And then it just falls through. So just start somewhere. So start the day with connecting to source, meditate daily. Um, let's see. And I would say to, to, just follow your interests in terms of podcasts, books, audiobooks, mentors, and just connect yourself more to people who are 
unplugged or unplugging or at any point in that, like, you know, maybe a, maybe a step ahead of you in that unplugging journey or um, sometimes we're, you know, equal power, but different. So we could be further along in one area, but not as far along in another. So just trusting that someone will fill that gap. Let's see. Um, and connect to your body. Whether that's through a movement practice, it could be through yoga, it could be through running or fitness, but just starting to create that mind-body connection and you start to notice the subtleties in your body. And then we can start to slowly connect to the feedback that our body gives us. Our body will tell us when something isn't right for us. When, um, I mean, it, it, we can, rather than creating answers from the mind, our body can give us the answers that comes from, you know, comes from our soul, soul or higher self or so starting to create that connection and um, healing, whether that's through breath work or uh, journaling and exploring inner child healing, working with a healer, coach, mentor, uh, sister circles where we connect that really helps with the sister wound because we have been conditioned to see each other's competition to um you know cat fight <laughs> so to start to break down those walls and allow ourselves to be vulnerable and authentic and imperfect allow our imperfections so-called i'm using air quotes to come through as we connect with other women and in a safe space where that is held is really really powerful so some form of healing you know it's a lifelong journey but there we go. I did five. Well, perfect. <laughs> All of it is so important. Like I always start my mornings off. The first thing that I do is connect to myself, connect to higher power, connect to spirits. Like that's a, that's a non-negotiable for me, for sure. Um, yeah. So I recently had a guest talking about the mother wound, like the divine feminine, the mother wound, how the mother wound is connected to, um, to money. Like it's connected to how we view money, how we receive money, how we manifest money as well. Let's chat more about the sister wound though. What is that connected to and how do we go about healing it? And do, I mean, most women have a sister wound because it goes into some deep, deep, deep condition, conditioning that we've had forever. Like you were saying, the whole cat fighting, the uh, comparonitis, the I'm better than you, you're better than me. Like, who am I? Like all of these things, but let's chat a little bit about that sister wound. Yeah, I mean, if you think back to the the witch hunt days, where women, you know, women's intuition used to be really valued and respected. And um, according uh, the the book Witch, it's like unleashed, untamed, uh, I can never think of the third word, but it's by Lisa Lister. And she tells that gives some of the history. And like when um, men were going through medical school, then they they had to disempower women in their intuition and they would create uh, basically if any woman woman who was a healer or um uh, an oracle or anything like that was deemed a witch and so then the witch hunts and then you were killed for doing that and women would be turned against their own sisters and mothers for them to be um 
killed as witches to save themselves. So we were turned against each other, uh, even as, as sisters, as, as parent child, as friends. And that is like the root of seeing each other as, let me protect myself and th throw you under the bus. And then we didn't feel safe with each other and just it goes all from there. I am so, so, so excited to announce that the doors to Abundant Badass University are officially opened. Yay, I'm so excited to have this university open finally. This is for the beautiful, beautiful Abundant Badasses who are ready to up-level their business and finally step into their true power in their business and in their lives. It is for the coaches, healers, consultants, and service-based providers who are finally ready to step into consistent 10, 20, and 30K months. This is going to work out for you. This is for the person who's done all of the courses, who's done all of the freebies, who has done the long sale pages, the challenges, and nothing has been working. This is for the person who's finally ready to step into their light, finally up-level the world and create a business that lights your soul freaking on fire. This is for coaches, healers, consultants, and service-based providers who are finally ready to up-level themselves and their business. This is a 12-month spiritual business incubator. This is not a membership. This is not a course. This is not a, a membership or any um, actual coaching container. This is an incubator. It's designed for all of the implementation, the handholding, the accountability, and to give you all of the support that you need to create your business and to get you to multiple six figures and beyond. This is open for a limited time and it's for the people who are really looking to get to that next level in your business. I know you've probably been working so damn hard trying to get people to sign up for your programs and it's getting you absolutely nowhere. You're probably living in some financial fear. You don't know if you're good enough. You have some doubts creeping in, but don't worry. This is where this spiritual business incubator comes completely and utterly in, um, in alignment for you. If this is something that you've been looking for and you're looking to finally get your business off the ground, finally start living the life that you've always been meant for and start living the life that you've always deserved, please join us. I'm so excited to have these beautiful, beautiful souls inside of this incubator. You could join us at anyahalama.com forward slash abu dash apply. There is an application process. I will be reaching out to you personally, either myself or my teammate, Christina, and we will get you aligned, get on a call with you to make sure that it is the right incubator for you because I am having so many applications, so many people talking to me. I want to make sure that this is in the right alignment for everyone. There is so much that goes into this incubator, including a step-by-step -step, um, business tutorials. There's a whole bunch of live classes that you get your spiritual routines, your practices. There's a membership area. You get templates, swipes, scripts included. There's a one-on-one -on -one component included. There's a weekly hot seat, a weekly um, mastermind. 
as well as a weekly uh, business energetics call, a weekly sales call, weekly guest speakers. And you do have me one-on-one -on -one monthly every single time. We have different topics every single week. It is absolutely stunning, and I cannot wait to have you in there. Again, join us. To join us, go to anyahalama.com forward slash ABU dash apply. The link will be in the show notes as well. And I will see you inside Abundant Badass University. And so if you think back to like middle school days, you know, when it's like, uh, I remember I got like made fun of for my socks because I didn't have the name brand of the socks that were $10 for a pair of socks. <laughs> and I had like the, you know, the, the imitation brand. Like how silly is that, you know? But at be that all the time. <laughs> age, exactly. And at that age, it's so important. And then you feel like less than and, um, or just all of the things, just, just think of your own experience in, you know, middle school, um, elementary, high school, whatever age that was. And all of those experiences where, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we carry that with us that stays in our bodies. Like when there are, um, incidents, uh, experiences that we have, and we haven't been taught the emotional intelligence to allow the emotions of the experience to move through us, to allow ourselves to feel the pain of it, feel the hurt of it, but not stuck, stick it in our body. We trap it down because we think, okay, I have to be strong. I have to be a big girl. I can't let them see me cry. And so it stays in our body. It gets trapped there. And, um, so then those experiences are, are held there. And then when, as we grow up, something triggers that experience and we go back to that. So then it's like, I'm reacting from a 12 year olds, uh, emotional yeah, intelligence yeah. level. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, we have like the, you know, some, a friend like it, it doesn't call you when she says she will, or makes uh, backs out on plans or whatever and then it triggers an experience from childhood and then we literally go back to that um, level of emotional development and then we react and respond from that place unless we've done the healing and growing to to heal that and move past that um so in the way that the best way to heal something is to feel the trigger of it the, like triggers come up because they're information for where we have healing to do so if you place yourself in a, in a sister circle or an experience where those triggers might come up and they they will and if you can start to see it as a healing opportunity rather than a reason that something's wrong a reason that you don't belong like we'll feel like we don't belong or um you know they're gonna judge me because I'm not like them or because I have, I don't make enough money or I make too much money or whatever the thing is, like we have all of the stories. So putting ourselves in those experiences and to allow the feelings to come up, but instead of shoving them down, let them come up, move through and heal through it. And then it creates, you know, shedding those layers and healing and coming, um, coming back home so that we can respond from our current level our current age and uh move ahead in our emotional intelligence and healing 
Yeah, it's also really important for us to a lot of the times those triggers comes up. This is where we needed to like tap into that inner child healing or that shadow work healing, even because a lot of those traumas that need to be healed, those triggers that come up for you, they that's your little inner child screaming like, hey, help me like surrender, like give me a little hug, like love me. Like even when we're doing shadow work, like the big part of shadow work is traumas and fears that came up from you being a child like that's when most of them happened because we were programmed we were conditioned as children as like a, like while we were growing to have these dark like moments and also like breath work was coming up for me while you were speaking like breath work is so good to move that energy we heal energy with energy a lot so like sitting in breath work and I know you're also a breath work facilitator so um do you have any like a breath work practices that they can can work on. Um, I know like half of them are listening to audio. Some of them are watching videos or something that we can chat about um, both audio and video of a little simple breathwork exercise that they can tune into their souls themselves, but also like move some of that energy within themselves as well. Yeah. So there's, there's the more pranayama style of breath work where you can get in tune with your breath. Um, and I can give an example of that. And then there's the emotional release breath work where it, you get, gets you into a meditative state, meditative state and allows, uh, the, the bridge between the conscious and subconscious mind so that the subconscious mind can help move the energy that is stuck and release it. Um, so that would be, uh, more of a three-part breath. And, um, so you'll breathe into, breathe in and out through your mouth, belly, chest, exhale, and then just keep doing that. And um, like I guide, uh, I, I lead a virtual breath work session for every full moon and new moon with um, guided with music and connecting with that. So that it, that is an option that's available. And, um, or you can just put on your own music if you're familiar with the practice and just breathe belly, chest, exhale. And it, it can take a little bit to um, allow the mind to settle and allow the, the subconscious mind to take over and just move through it and that can lead to that energy movement can lead to crying it can lead to changes in temperature um, there's so many different ways that the energy clears through and then if it's a practice if you desire a practice to just connect to your body it can be a form of meditation you can you can do a three-part breath for example breathe one-third into your belly in and out through your nose one-third into your belly one-third into your ribs one-third into your chest like you're filling up a pitcher then exhale one-third chest one-third ribs one-third belly so inhale belly ribs chest exhale chest ribs belly inhale belly ribs chest exhale chest ribs belly and you know you can smooth it out you can lengthen the inhales and exhales if that feels comfortable for you but if it takes you into a place where it feels stressful then just breathe into the belly because we don't want it to be stressful the point of that is to to um, calm the nervous system and if it and if you're feeling solid with that you can also add a top hold or a bottom hold at the end of the inhale at the end of the exhale one or both um, you can pause have a little pause and holding your breath and then continue um oh so yeah <laughs> and what are some of the, like other than the uh, 
restoring, re-energizing, like reprogramming your entire nervous system, essentially. What are some other benefits of breath work in case no one's familiar with it? Well, it can, um, so if you're familiar with plant medicine, it helps. Which everyone knows because I talk about my plant medicine okay. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the breath work, the emotional release form of breath work can act as a, um, I say milder, I would, I would say milder um, than plant medicine, but similar experience where you never know how your experience is going to be, but it's going to be the experience that is in your highest good. It could be below your conscious level of awareness, or it could be really dramatic and really um, life altering, I mean, consciously life altering, whether it's just a big epiphany that you have um, in your mind. Like once I saw that I was um, kind of like on the edge of a cliff, metaphorically and scared because I was seeing such a parallel between my life and my mom's and the direction she went with that terrified me that I didn't want to end up going in that direction. And so I was like trembling at the edge of the cliff, scared to leap off. And that was like a big insight for me, but sometimes it's just moving the energy, whether that's, you know, some plant medicine, you vomit it out or other physical ways. I've, I don't, I've never heard of anyone vomiting from breath work, but it'd be more tears. <laughs> I suppose anything's possible, but it's usually more, more tears or temperature changing, or, you know, you might feel like you can, if you're tense, if you're in tune with your body and, and energy, then you sometimes just feel the energy moving through and it helps clear those blockages with whatever is in your highest alignment in that moment. And so it's just trusting the, the subconscious mind, trusting spirit that um, whatever experience is meant for you is the experience that you will have. That is beautiful. I'm a big pro pro proponent of breath work. Like I do holotropic breath work often um, amongst others um, as well. And it's just, it's so beautiful. Yeah. For that release to connect to your body, to connect to your soul. Like even if you're having like dealing with a struggle in life and business, whatever, if you have like two choices to make, like sit in breath work, sit in that meditation and like you, your higher power, your higher self will give you the answers, but you need to do that inner work. And sometimes we all forget like that's the inner work that we need to do in order to get to that next step in our lives and businesses and anything else that we're doing. So thank yeah. you so much, Tiffany. That was absolutely beautiful. Do you have any final tips, tricks, um, anything for the audience? Um, what, with what you just shared, what came up for me, and maybe you've spoken about this too, but so often we tie our worth and value to productivity and doing. And so it can be hard to take that time to meditate, to do breath work, to fill our cup, to nourish ourselves. And um, we can get caught up in the, the river of life, the flow, the currents, that's the word, uh, the currents of life. And it just like pushes us down. And then uh, so we can, if we can take that time to pause, reconnect, really it, it creates so much more ease and flow and then we start to magnify magnetize things experiences or opportunities we also get more clarity so we can also have a tendency to seek answers outside of ourselves but we can have find all of those answers from within so really wherever you can start for any of these practices whatever feels the most oh i should try that follow that start with whatever you can carve in you know, create a commitment. I will do this every day, whether it's for two minutes, 10 minutes, and then just grow from there. 
let it expand from there, but just start somewhere with that commitment. Mm, that's so good. I literally just had this conversation with someone today on a coaching call. She was asking me, she's like, how do you like, I'm so stuck with doing, 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 like, how do you carve out time for yourself to actually be? I was like, simple. You just answered your own question. You just carve out time for yourself and just be like, I make it a priority every single day. Like the first thing when I wake up, I love my mornings. Like I'll meditate, I'll journal, or I'll do like these beautiful morning practices. I don't touch social media. I don't touch my emails until nine o'clock in the morning. I actually child lock my phone. <laughs> oh, I love I'm it. a child. I child lock my phone to like turn off at 7 p.m. and it doesn't turn on until 9 p.m. because otherwise I'll be scrolling through social media and doing things that I shouldn't be doing where I have so many other things to um, better things to do with my time and same thing at night like decompress decompression like you come first at the end of the day you come first and whatever that is whether that's meditating reading and taking a bath whatever do something that's going to fill your cup because you come first Mm. absolutely yes. <laughs> yes well thank you so much tiffany where can people find you where can they follow you where can they get to know you and do some yoga breathwork sessions and all the beautiful things that you offered into this world yeah um, my website is tiffanyjade.com j-a-d-e like the stone and i am on facebook and instagram at priestess tiffany jade and everything is on those. I'm also on Eventbrite, the link. Um, I don't know if you can find me by searching, but any events that I offer, whether it's the virtual breath work or I have an in-person day retreat in Sonoma County next month. Um, so that for all of those things are on Eventbrite. So if you, it's linked through my Instagram and my website. So you can follow my Eventbrite profile to be notified of any events that are available. Perfect. And everything will be linked in the show notes as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tiffany. That was beautiful and very inspiring and just mm, touched my soul for sure. Awesome. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for listening to the Spirituality for Badass Babes podcast. I would greatly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart if you could support this podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. It would mean the world to me and it'll help spread the message of light and love that we are all here to share. Register for the free five-day Rebel Entrepreneur Retreat where you will learn the step-by-step -step roadmap to living your life full of abundance and purpose. For the badass spiritual entrepreneur that is ready to step into limitless abundance and consistently bring in 10, 20, 30k months. To register, go to rebelentrepreneurretreat.com.